Hey there, and welcome to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now, the podcast that's all about helping you navigate the sometimes terrifying and humbling journey of becoming the boss your business needs you to be. I'm your host, Jackie Koch, and I've been in the trenches building, recruiting, and HR programs for over 15 years. From hiring to firing and everything in between, I've seen it all. Technically, I have an MBA, but I can say with total confidence that I learned more about scaling teams working in high growth startups for the last seven years. This podcast is not going to bring you corporate red tape or high level theory. It's more like a fireside chat with your friend. You know, the one who always tells you the real hard, honest truth that's sometimes annoying. That's going to be me from time to time. We'll dive into the real talk about what it means to lead, to manage, and to build a team when all of a sudden you look around the room and you're like, oh shit, I'm the one in charge. No BS, just actionable advice and stories from people just like you. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a newbie boss, or somewhere in the middle, oh shit, I'm the boss now is your go-to source for insights, inspiration, and the occasional, well, hopefully more than occasional aha moment that'll make your journey smoother and more successful. So grab your coffee, your notepad, or just sit back and enjoy the ride because together we're going to tackle the challenges, celebrate the victories, and learn from the mishaps we all make. It's time to step into your role of boss with confidence, grace, and for the love of God, a little bit of humor. Hey, welcome back to the show. I am Jackie, your host. Today, I wanted to dig into a topic around employment policies and specifically talk about how proactively creating policies within your business and how your team like does work in different policies for things can really help you avoid some headaches and creating them ahead of time instead of on the fly when situations come up, can be super helpful. And I get asked a lot. I have obviously friends who are business owners come up to me and they're like, what should I do about this? Or how should I do that? And it often comes down to creating some core policies and putting things in place in writing. And I'll say systems, but it's more just like some policies around how you handle things in place before issues arrive. And when you have these policies in place, you're proactively communicating to your team how you handle situations. So then they inevitably make different decisions or follow certain rules, I'll say in air quotes, Or when employment issues pop up or when somebody's having a hard time or they're asking for something or they're struggling with something, you have some of these policies in place to fall back on and how you're going to handle them ahead of time instead of trying to think of things on the fly. And so a lot of times you'll hear HR folks or legal folks saying you need to have policies in place to cover things. I think when you think of policies, you think of these things because these are the things that are always in handbooks. They feel very legal and these are important. Don't get me wrong. But then there's also stuff that's not required by law that you can create policies on so you have them to fall back on. And so for the episode, I wanted to start by talking about some general policies to have and to make sure that you communicate to your team and that they know they have to follow. Having these things in writing that employees sign off on is one of the ways that you can show and prove that you did your due diligence to follow some of the laws. And I've talked a little bit about this in the handbook episode, so I'm not really going to talk too in depth about it, but 
basically, those would be things like a non-discrimination and equal opportunity policy that your business does not discriminate against anybody based on all of the things that are required by law. Depending on your state, there may be more things covered than others. But in general, it's race, gender, sexual orientation, military status is covered, those things. Certain states have some additional rules. Like California, I think they have a little bit more of a definition of what you can't discriminate against than some other states. So you just want to look at that. And then equal opportunity is that everybody is given the same opportunity and you're not discriminating based on one of those things. You also want to have a policy about harassment and how you conduct yourselves, right? You want to make sure that your team knows that harassment is not allowed and you action out steps that they should follow should they feel like they've witnessed or experienced harassment. You also will want to have different leave policies outlined, specifically those that you need to adhere to based on the law. That would be things like jury duty, There's required leave that your employees are entitled to. It doesn't always mean paid leave. So for a lot of states, you have to provide employees with time off and it can be unpaid time off, but it's protected time off so that they can't get in trouble for taking it. So that is like jury duty. That's like military leave that often is family and medical leave. So there's different leaves that you have to make sure that you're following depending on the state that you have business. And then health and safety guidelines and then data protection and privacy policies are all stuff that you should do. And all of this stuff feels like for a lot of people, well, why do I even have to have policies about this? Obviously, we're going to follow them. But having them written and communicated to your team so that they acknowledge that you have them in place covers yourself. If somebody ever files a claim against you that you haven't been following them or that somebody in your team did it to somebody else, like they knew that you didn't allow that. So those are some of the legal things, right? And then I always have people ask me like, what other policy should I have? What do I need to do to follow the law? And those are kind of it. Most states, you don't have to provide any paid leave. You probably didn't see me unless you're watching the video, but I did a little shrug because there are actually a lot of states that have paid leave requirements now. But the things that I just mentioned are the things that you really should have in place to follow the law. But Those things don't actually save you headache. Most of the time, those are not the things that your employees do or have questions about that can be frustrating or confusing with how to handle. It can happen. Don't get me wrong, especially harassment and things like that do happen in the workplace. But most of the time, for for those of you listening to the show, those are not the things that come up that you wish you had policy for. The things that come up that you wish you would have policies for are often more about how your team works together or how you're going to handle situations that arise. For example, some things that are important to think about is your paid time off policies. You definitely want to create structure around that. And often I see small businesses offer paid leave, but they don't have any requirements around how it's requested, how it's tracked, how much time can be rolled over from year to year. Is it paid out when somebody leaves? And those are the things that you really want to iron in before somebody is abusing or has a question about the policy. So a paid time off policy And paid time off can be 
you provide paid time off that employees can use for any purpose, or you can divide it out where you have a certain amount of time every year that employees get for sick leave. And then you have a certain amount of time every year that employees get for vacation and clearly articulating how they should request it off, how much notice they should give you, what happens if they leave the company? Is it paid out or not? Does any roll over the next day? If they do request time off, do they need to set somebody up to cover their work? Those things are so important to think about so that your team knows, so that you're not just in a situation where let's say you have, this happens a lot with unlimited time off policies. You think because you have an unlimited time off policy that you have to approve every time somebody requests time off. But that's not actually true, right? If you have it identified that somebody needs to give at least two weeks notice when they need time off, ideally, right? Or if they need like more than a week off and they don't give that. Or maybe you have in the policy that it it will be approved on a case-by-case basis based on business demands. So that if you have multiple people on your team asking for the same time off, you decide that you're going to approve it based on first come, first serve. And unfortunately, if more than two people request time off at the same time, you're not going to be able to honor it. Like You can put all of those things into place. Paid time off is definitely one that I think you should have in place. The second is a travel and an expense policy. A lot of times businesses don't put this into place because they think they'll figure it out later or something like that. But then all of a sudden you can have employees submitting expense requests for stuff that you didn't even approve. So setting up a expense request process and approval process and just a travel and expense policy in general is a really important one to have in place. Putting something in place to help inform how to make those decisions can be so helpful. And again, sometimes people can go way too far on this and make it really detailed and almost like hard to even know what to follow. But at least having some guidelines on like you can't book first class tickets or things like that. Those are some of the biggest headaches that I've had to deal with is when I've had CEOs be like, this person is flying first class every single time. Why are they doing that? Like, do we have a policy that indicates what's acceptable or not? Well, no. Well, let's do that. Or sometimes employees will only want to fly a certain airline because they get miles on that. Now, I feel like in today's world, this probably isn't, I guess people are starting to travel more. Five years ago, people were traveling a lot for work. And we had some employees that would only fly, let's say, Delta because they would get air miles for that. And sometimes Delta flights were like $300 more than regular flights. And we were like, no, you can't do that. If the business is paying for your flights, we can't afford for you to do that. And you have to remember, I've worked at startups and small businesses where these things matter. And a lot of times if you've been at big companies, people get to take more expensive flights or they they can take advantage of things a little bit more because you're a bigger company earning more money. But if you're listening to the show, you're probably a smaller business. And so really clearly articulating what those things are is really important. Another policy that you should have in place is cell phone and internet reimbursements. That's a part of this the travel and expense policy. Some states are requiring you to reimburse some of that stuff. It's also just best practice if you're going to have your employees use their own internet and their own cell phone to do work. I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes because you're like, oh, but they would have that anyways. They're not taking out a higher plan just because they're working. That might be true. So it doesn't mean you have to reimburse the whole thing, but maybe you agree that you'll pay them $50 a month 
towards their cell phone and internet bill. And if they feel as though that's not covering their actual expenses to do their job, they can request more and submit documentation, a bill or something to show that they have to pay more than that for work. So that is a big one that can cause issues. And the whole point of this episode is to think about things that might come up in the business so that you can proactively come up with how you want to handle it. Amy Porterfield was on the show and she had a side hustle policy. And that could be huge for a lot of you listening because maybe you do want your team to have a side hustle or don't care if they do, but you want to set some guardrails. And she had some really great advice on how to do that. A remote work policy is also a huge one to think about that perhaps you're doing a hybrid schedule, like outline what the requirements are so that you have them so that when you have to fall back on an employee not following them or they have a question about them, you already have it in place. The most challenging thing is when all of a sudden an employee relations issue comes up and you haven't thought about how you're going to handle it. And then you have to think about it and create it on the fly based on a situation that's happening. And so you want to come up with some of these, I almost call them like operating procedures, to be honest. And that is really what we've done when we write handbooks is we really look at it as an operating manual for how the team works together. And so that helps so much because you've already determined it. I'm trying to think of other policies would be like, honestly, like meeting etiquette. Are cameras on or are cameras off? Like thinking about that can help so much because otherwise it's awkward to be like, oh, well, now all of a sudden I want to have cameras on or like, why is that person having their camera off? Deciding that ahead of time is super helpful. We had a dog policy at our company when we were going into the office because people were bringing their dogs to work. And that was another one that we thought of ahead of time was rules for that because You could have an employee that maybe doesn't watch their dog or their dog isn't good or they're not cleaning up after it and it can cause awkwardness on how you should handle it. But if you have that policy, you can be like, hey, just a reminder, this is our policy and you can proactively address the situation instead of trying to think about it after. Let's see, what else did we have? A paid parental leave is one that I really do think you should start to think about early because speaking from experience, trying to come up with a policy after you find out that somebody's going to need to use it can be a little bit challenging. And they also want to know how you're going to handle it ahead of time. And so coming up with, are you going to provide paid leave? How is that going to work? Having it outlined ahead of time can save you a lot of headache and a lot of troubles. Now, you probably don't really need to have a paid parental leave policy ironed out until you have at least like five to 10 people, but it is one that you want to think about earlier than you realize. Those are really the biggest ones. I'm going to do an episode like the difference between policies and laws and like how to handle situations. I think I'm going to save this idea that just popped into my head for that episode because I do think that's that happens a lot where people think that everything's a law when really it's just a best practice or a policy. And there's usually fewer laws than people think. So I think that'll be a good podcast episode. But back to this one. Those are some of the things that you should think about ahead of time so that when questions arise or situations arise, you have them to fall back on and they're already communicated to the employee and you know how to handle the tricky stuff because tricky stuff's going to come up. It always does when you have team members. And so I don't think you need to go overboard and try to prepare for every single scenario that could ever happen. But some of the things that we just listed in this episode are a good place to start so that you have some of the basics covered and you're intentionally thinking about how you're going to handle those situations. 
So that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in and we'll chat with you soon. That's a wrap on another episode of Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now, because guess what? You're the boss now. You listen to the show because you care about doing the people stuff right in your business, and I commend you for that. At my company, People Principles, our mission is to help more small businesses succeed, and we believe that building a thriving, high-performing team with the right systems in place is crucial to making that happen. That's why we've got our incredible toolkit shop. It's your one-stop destination for everything HR and team related. Each toolkit is loaded with everything we've ever done in-house with high growth startups from hiring processes to performance management to handbooks. It's all there. And we've built these toolkits specifically with you in mind, the small business owner, because what you need at 10 to 30 people is very different from what you need over a hundred people. So don't wait and head over to peopleprinciples.co forward slash toolkits and explore our complete people operations toolkits. It's like having an HR expert in your back pocket walking you through the journey to building a thriving team and a thriving business. 